Hello and welcome to frame 59 of Me 1 vs Me 2 Snooker, the continuing adventures of Me 1 and Me 2 on the green board. We're here in the Dean Potter arena. It was, of course, last week named after last time Ellen Albertini Dow, um, a rapping grandma from those films with that guy in it who I don't like, whose name I always forget. Uh, you know, Adam... Sandler got there in the end, but uh, she, her family got in touch to say she specifically did not want uh, the arena named after. But I think both were Dean Potter. A is her name is Potter, and that's funny because you pot things in snooker, and that was. And Dean, you know, probably you'd need it if there was a snooker university, you would need a dean of that as well. He could be the dean of the snooker university if he was still alive. But of course, you have to be dead to get the frame, the arena named after you, or a, or a shape or a dinosaur and the dinosaurs are all dead so and shapes are also I mean they're not dead they never lived uh, but anyway um, he was of course the American free climber and base jumper he died jumping off of a rock wearing a suit and that is that sort of an, an aeroplane suit and that is not funny that is a terrible thing to happen but you know I mean it seems to me in the spirit of playing yourself at snooker in a basement and commentating yourself to do something like that. Uh, so I think he, I don't think Dean Potter's family will ask for him to, that name to be taken off because this is the kind of adventure I think, I don't want to speak for him and what he would have liked, but I think he would definitely, when he wasn't jumping off rocks in a suit or climbing up walls and stuff that were really dangerous and parachuting around. I think he would have relaxed by playing himself at snooker. And you know, only Dean Potter would have been uh, a fit opponent for Dean Potter. Uh, but unlike Dean Potter, I would never play snooker with my cats attached to me. I let them into the snooker hall, the Dean Potter arena as it's now known, but I wouldn't play snooker with them attached to my back. That is unfair and cruel. So, you know, a lot of people are very upset with Dean Potter about that. Anyway, and of course, the Me 1 vs Me 2 snooker featured in the Guardian Guide last weekend when some band or something, I don't know, I'm too old to know what it is, some bloke, or these, I can't remember what they're called, decided that we fit into that graph of cool things. But we were in low, it was in lowbrow, it was on the lowbrow axis, which I think is very wrong. This is a very highbrow uh, and a sporting event. It's sport and art combined, and it's the theatre of self. Uh, it's about mental illness. It's about the com competing within ourselves. You know, I see it very much as better than Beckett. It's like Beckett, but good. Uh, so I, I did communicate with the guy, sorry, I've forgotten his name, on Twitter, and I think we agreed that this was so highbrow, it's gone all the way around past infinity and come out lowbrow again. So he did get away with it. It was fine. So thank you for putting us in that thing, whoever you are. Good luck with your, I, I'm guessing, like some kind of, to men on keyboards making sounds. I'm guessing that's what you are. Um, but, you, you know, you look very nice. And I'm glad... <laughs> you know, we can't all be fans of each other. You're my fan, but I'm, I'm not interested. I never like music, if that's what you do. I don't even know what you... I'm too old. I'm 47 years old. Go and try and get kids involved. This is for old men. This No kids listen to this podcast. This is for old men, sometimes women, and just crazy, lonely people who have nothing else in their lives. Uh, and my wife has just gone out with my... Me One's wife has just gone out with Me One's baby, Phoebe. Uh, and I said, she said, what are you going to do for the rest of the day? I said, I thought I'd play myself at snooker. And she looked genuinely crushed and said, you have a script to write. Uh, and she really hates... I mean, genuinely, it's not even a joke. She has appeared in one frame of this. 
uh, and she really hates the fact that I'm doing this. I'm thinking of starting up a Kickstarter to raise like a million pounds just for me, that all the money will just go to me, just so I can turn to my wife and see, see, it was worth doing, and um, now you have to let me carry on doing it because I've made a million pounds from it. So I might do that. <laughs> you might have to give quite a lot of money each to make that work. But, uh, you know, shoot for the skies, that's what I say. And that million pounds, I won't spend it. Unlike all the other Kickstarters I've done, Rahal Lesterpart and all the others, that was a robot voice there who's no longer in the Warming Up podcast, but he's still here, very much alive and well and back to his old form uh, in in this podcast. Uh, all the other Kickstarters, all the badge money, that all goes to creating content. Um, and I don't make any of the money from it. And, you know, that's crazy. I need money. I've got a baby. So I'm going to set... That's what I'll do. I'll set up a Kickstarter for a million pounds. Uh, Kickstart themselves will get £100,000 if that comes off. So, that, you know, they'll be well behind it. And all that million... I'll go to I'll buy some chalk. I might buy a nicer snooker table. But the rest will go to me. And then if my wife complains, I can just say, well, look, there's the, look at the million pounds in the corner there. What do you want to do about it? So let's make that happen, folks. I'll let you know about the address to go to. To, to make a million pounds on Kickstarter. Um, and now show her. And I hope one day to tour this, and you know, it's a slow burning thing. I hope to tour all the big snooker halls in the country. If you can get behind me, people at home, then, you know, we can prove my wife wrong. And that's, that's all that is in it for me now, that this is worth doing. So, you know, I'm not hurt by her saying, by pulling a disappointed face and correctly saying I should be writing the sitcom that I've been commissioned to write by uh, Channel 4. Um, but I'm, I'm thinking, that's thinking that in the back of mind. And what if it turns out that it's largely snooker-based sitcom and it's about a man playing himself at snooker? It isn't at the moment. But what if that's how it turns around? Then this is research. So think on. Anyway, um, we will hand over to. Let's just have a quick chat uh, with me one and me two while I quickly, while commentator one quickly looks at the news just to see if there's anything he can uh, he can get in. <laughs> hasn't really been reading the news because he likes to do topical references and I think we're covering this quite well so let's talk to to me too you are you're, you're ahead of me too I think for the first time almost since records began I can go back the records are here uh, you want you're one nil up uh, you're four three up uh, you're eight seven up you were nine no you were you're eight seven up and I think that might be the last time you were ahead so you're now 27-26 up in this. Well, I have to say, two very evenly matched opponents. Yes, Richard, there was some talk that me won through the frame last time for money. I don't think he would ever do that. We were fighting. I was fighting for, ironically, for the Labour Party because I didn't really like them, uh, and they and they should have won the election. So I think there's definitely something dodgy having gone on in the election because here on the snooker board, the green board. Uh, Labour very clearly won and yet in the reality the Conservatives won by a long way which you know I, I comfortably won 57-51 uh, and that transposed into seats should have been I mean it got almost the exact number of seats right for the Scottish National Party that's interesting uh, but um, uh, yeah so something went wrong and I would suggest that the election was corrupt and that the Tories uh, stole that over road democracy and stole that uh, election that is my guess uh, but uh, it's good to be ahead I know a lot of uh, a lot of young kids in hospital who've been holding on for this a lot of them let them sort of let go actually when they find I finally got ahead so it's been a quite negative week for me because I've had a lot of emails from parents of sick kids sort of thanking me for their kids who died the smile on their face but also furiously angry that I'd 
got ahead and their children had died. So um, I'd like to apologise uh, to all of them. Uh, and yeah, I'm glad Dean Potter's the, uh, that's the first one I've approved of. He's the, he's the, I'm, the, I'm like Dean Potter. I, I, jumping off a cliff is the kind of, with another bloke attached to me, is the kind of thing I would do. And if it, me one was the other bloke, you know, I might deliberately crash into the, I'm not saying he did it deliberately, but I might deliberately do it. So, you know, that thing on with that. Okay, well, me one, how are you feeling? Richard, I'm very, I'm torn because, of course, um, I lost the snooker frame, but the Conservatives won the snooker frame. And though I believe you vote Labour, um, there is a part of you that is delighted that the Conservatives got in because you own quite a big house in West London. And so, you know, it's worked out quite well for you, hasn't it? That's the thing. You can go, oh, bloody Labour didn't get bloody Conservatives, but they're in and it's good news for you, isn't it? Well, it isn't. I, I would, I, I'd like to live in a society that is, everyone has an equal chance. You know, I like the aspiration that you can do better with, with yourself. You can build stuff up if you work hard. I think that's fair enough. Everyone, people who deliberately don't work hard shouldn't be just given uh, the same as everyone else. If you work hard, you should be able to get further, but that should be any strata of society. That's what I think. Yeah, whatever. But anyway, so I'm disappointed I lost at snooker, but I'm, if you'd said, this is me one speaking now, just to be clear, if you'd said, don't quote Richard Herring as saying this, this is me one speaking, it's a very different thing. If you'd said, you know, you can throw that frame, and which I didn't do, uh, and the Conservatives will win, I would have been happy with that, Richard, because I've got a wife, I've got a kid to think of, uh, and uh, I've got to protect. The, you know, this arena doesn't come cheap. It's Dean Potter Marine. I don't approve of Dean Potter. I think he's an idiot. He was a cruel to animals. And uh, just because his name has a snooker reference in it, what are you going to let Q from the James Bond films? Is he going to be next? Or she, if it's Judy Dench? What's next? Is it going to be uh, a bridge? Ian Bridge? Someone called that. Is it going to be um, Count Basie? I just made that up. It's very good. You're doing very well. Uh, Johnny Ball could do it. Uh, Zoe Ball could do it. Yeah, you've got you know you've got all the balls. Uh, Steve Chalk, the presenter, he could be. He could. You're doing very well. Yeah. So yeah, we could. It could be any of those. But it's not. It wasn't really for the pun. It was for the lifestyle that he did. Should we just get on with the frame? We're here for the snooker. You know, if we get this through, then I think it can please my wife and write a sitcom. Uh, and please, all those many thousands of people at home are going to give me a million pounds to carry on playing snooker for the rest of my life. Um, We've made a contract now, you have to stick with it. So, um, you know, you probably your money will be safe, so you can put in £100,000 into that, because I'll never make it, so why don't you put in £100,000? <laughs> My clever plan will work. Anyway, over to commentator one, commentator two, in the commentary box here, at the Dean Potter Arena, uh, and uh, referee, I want to say one, is... I don't know which, I can't tell them apart anymore, I don't know which one it was. If anyone knows which one it is, let me know. I'm going to say referee one, because, you know, he is the best, so he is number one, even if he isn't number one. And whose break is it this time, commentator one? Well, Richard, uh, it's the break, there's a table, a low sort of coffee table, just a bit too close to the table there, and uh, me too is edging it back, because he's the one up at the table to play. He's done the break, it's been a good break. The pink ball's heading towards the bottom, right-hand pocket, and it's down. Oh, dear. I mean, that looked a bit suspect just in the way that the table sloped down to this corner. The referee one, it seems to be adjusting the table leg a bit late, I would say, but uh, for, especially for me too. But that is a bad start for me too. If, if he wants to stay ahead in this uh, 
frame. Referee two, just getting out the board and uh, over to computer voice, robot voice. Me one, calculating, calculating, calculating six. Me two, zero. So that's a disaster there for me two. As me one gets a six start. And uh, robot voice, uh, you may know he's refusing to do warming up anymore. But he's here happy for the for the sponsorship. That was a nice shot from me one. He potted a nice red and he's put himself easily on the black. This could be a maximum break. He's got the black. I don't think he's really put himself onto a uh, onto a red there though in any real sense. We'll see. The cue ball is where the black spot is. Uh, only the blue is off its spot. And referee one or two there. Showing his expertise at Stuker. He's placed that black ball on the blue spot, which is correct. He's very good at snooker. Now, can me one do it? And his, I think he's seen an opportunity to maybe do an amazing pot down into what would be the bottom right, uh, left hand pocket, if you look up the table. Can he do it? Oh, it didn't work out like he wanted to, but he nearly got that ball into the center pocket. So it's a great start. That's a break of eight. So over to uh, the computer voice, robot voice. I always forget his name. Uh, calculating, calculating, me one, calculating, 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 it's six plus eight, calculating, fourteen, me two, calculating, calculating, zero. Someone did email to say, uh, Robert Voice wasn't saying calculating as much as usual. He seems to be saying a lot today, a bit too much of anything. Me two, trying to double it red into the centre pocket, way off, he's hit the blue, the blue goes down towards that bottom right hand pocket, but it stopped safely. Me one. Well ahead. It's got a lot to prove today. Oh my giddy arm! That was one of the best shots I've ever seen in the whole of Me One versus Me Two snooker. That I don't even know who did. The cue ball was up based on the black spot. There was a red most of the way up of the first right hand quadrant there on the, the cue side. Uh, and bang! Slapped straight down into that suspicious bottom right hand pocket. Uh, I thought you could get on for the blue, but it have to be the lightest of touches. He risks not getting, risks missing this blue in order to get it in. He has missed it, he's hit the brown. So getting a bit cocky there. Me one gets one, but me two gets five. Me one, 15. Me two, calculating, zero plus five, calculating, calculating. Me two, calculating, five points. That is correct. So uh, shame there that me one let down the best shot of the uh, tournament with possibly the worst. No, that's not fair. Oh, but Me Too's come straight back, beautifully potted a red. He should get this blue. He's not quite the right angle, but it's a better angle, and he's got it. The cue ball up the table, a bit too far, I think, to get on any of the the red. Now, the blue ball, uh, the, cute, the black ball's on the blue ball spot, and the pink ball's on the pink spot, and referee, there's the brown isn't on its spot, and the black isn't on its spot. And referee one doesn't really know what to do. He's putting it on the black spot. I think he might have got that wrong. I don't know. I don't know either. So it's a break of uh, six so far for me too. There's not really anything on here for him. He's going to have a go at a long red into the bottom left hand pocket. Oh, nearly did it. It's coming up the table. It's hit the black. The black's heading towards the top right hand pocket. It's fine. So that's six hundred points to me too. Looked like he was in trouble. Me one fifteen, me two calculating, calculating eleven. Me one is now. Oh, me one. That was a bit of a loose shot. He got away with it, I think. Although I think he's left me two on one of the loose reds at the bottom of the table. Indeed, me two just smashes that in. The brown is right over the pocket. 
He's got a bit of that, surely. He's hit, oh, I thought he hit it a bit too light, but it uh, hung over the pocket, like, and I mean this in, in, the, in the most respectful, like a paragliding person on one of those things, just hanging over the edge of a rock crevice before deciding to drop off and then dropping off and then falling down, this time into a net, it was safe. Uh, if only that was the case for Dean Potter, well he wouldn't be, you know, he wouldn't have had the place named after him. So, you know, it's a, it's a double-edged sword. Um, and me too. Uh, oh, just smash this stuff there, doesn't really get anywhere. So that's five extra points to me too. Unbelievably, it is now me 115, me too. Calculating, calculating, calculating. Calculating, calculating, 16, it's 16. Calculating, 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 16. 15, 16. I'll go with Conte two in a minute. Me one. Perhaps a bit shaken by this comeback. Just uh, botches quite an easy red there. Me two, full of confidence. Well, I don't know what that was about. Just useless. Me one now. Now all the colours are at the top end of the table. Me one has potted the red, he's put it onto the blue, which he pots as well. The blue can now go on the blue spot, so the impassiveness of earlier is forgotten. Hasn't really got himself onto anything obvious, but there's a loose red down right at the bottom. Can he get that? Oh, he nearly missed it. It did hit it in the end, it came back up. So Me one has responded where response was needed. He saw six points. There's some good breaks going on here. Me one, 21, me two, calculating, calculating. He hasn't got any more points. How can he calculating this? Calculating, 16. And I think this is worth a million pounds. So it's 21, 16 to me one, me two at the table. Oh my gosh, some great play today. That, I didn't think that was possible either. It was with a loose bridge and he just smashed the red right at the table and he's right on the pink. Again, quite a difficult bridge to do, but he pots the pink. That's me too now. They're just, one of them makes a statement, the other responds. It's kind of incredible. Me too, can he get this red into the bottom left-hand pocket? No, but it's coming up the table and it's gone into the top left-hand pocket. Incredible. But a break of three balls in a row. He's now in trouble. He's got to form a bridge over the blue. He's going for the green. No, he hasn't got the green. But still, wow. That was the blue that went down, so that's seven points to me too. He responds. He's up to 23. I should let the robot voice do that. Me one, 21. Me two, 23. No, he got this straight away. And me one, again, he's got one of those shots where he has to really clip the red very lightly. Let's hope he doesn't miss again. Oh, he, he did miss, but he's hit it too hard. It hasn't gone in. So me two, currently in the lead. Three ball break already on this frame. Oh, and that was another beauty. It's a beautiful shot. Now you can go for an easy green, a slightly difficult pink. She has two, he's vacillating between the two positions. You can either go into the bottom right hand pocket, bottom left hand pocket rather, or the middle left hand pocket. He can't make up his mind, it's like a Tory MP presented with a 14 year old boy and a 13 year old boy. Uh, me too, he's going for the centre pocket. Slightly outdated topical reference there. Oh, he's missed that by a long way, but that's a valuable point at this stage to me too. Me one, 21. Me two, calculating, calculating, 24. So me one. Oh, I mean, he just hit that much too hard, almost in anger, but somehow has got a really beautiful snooker. I think me two can get out of it. Oh, he should have got out of it. 
But me too is going to call for that. Me one's going to call for that again. The referee places the. He should have got it. He just played a bit devil may care. He's done exactly the same thing. This is bad news. At eight points to me one. There he did it this time. Should have done it the first time. That's very bad news for. For me two, me one, 29, me two, calculating, 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 it's 24. So me one. Oh, but me one lets that advantage go almost immediately. It's in off, and I think that's the first in off of the game, which is, shows the improvement that's going on with these two players. It's as tight as a Nats chuff here. It's uh, me one, 29, me two, 28, with me two to play. He places the cue ball in the D. Can he get this? There's a red ball up right on the ball cushion. He's got it. And he's back up for the blue, I would say. Or we could choose the brown or the black in the top. I think the black might be the best in fact. It's just he's got the black, he's come down, it's almost on the red. I think this could be a possible three-ball break again. It's a tricky red. Sort of near the left-hand cushion, trying to come down the table. Oh, he's hit it too hard, but he'll be happy. He'll be very happy. I think he might even cause the snooker. That's eight points to me too. Me one, 29, me two, calculating. 36 points, that is incredible. I have never seen such a thing. Come on, Rover Voice, it's not up to you <clears throat> to comment. Uh, me one can just see the edge of that red. He's whacked it, hope for the best. And it's worked out pretty well for him. He's come across a snooker. Me too. He gets out this one first time. And I don't think me one can pop this. He's going to double it. The black's going everywhere. The red's going everywhere. And even going in. Me too now. Long shot down the table, but can he get this red? No. Oh, he's got the pink. Oh, dear. The, the black went across the table, hit the pink, which is down at the bottom of the bolt cushion. So me one's now right back in it. It really is just back and forth. I'm, these two players are making... The same number of brilliant shots, the same number of terrible errors. Um, uh, and that's a free ball, I think. The, uh, me, me one cannot see the red ball, so uh, the referee is in any case called a free ball. Any colour counts as a red, me one's going for the green, which he pots easily, beautifully. He's on the pink, I would say. This, there's some extraordinary play going on here. Me one's wife. You know, she may have said it was a waste of time. Look at the level of snooker that's coming here. Oh, that wasn't so good. I uh, missed that one, but me one gets a point, and that makes it even, Stevens. It's 36 all, one red to go. Ooh, was that? There was shades of me two's wrist hitting the, touching the brown there as he made that shot, but another beautiful shot. It would be a shame to disallow it, and the referee didn't see it. Oh, he had a very straight blue into the top. So me two now edging ahead, me one 36, me two calculating 37, it is close, me one just whacks everything, hopes for the best, all the colours congregating sufficiently in the bottom third of the table, me two tries to hit that yellow, he was trying to put it back in, didn't work, me one's going to try and double something unsuccessfully, just sometimes the snook is amazing. Sometimes it's just terrible, but that could be a snooker there. I think if the cue ball just got a little bit further, me one would be in big trouble here. It's not a snooker, and oh, it's far from a snooker. He hit it, he doubled it off the top, it's gone into the bottom left-hand pocket. 
Oh, he's nearly doubled that green. Is it going to go into? Oh, very unlucky. Just didn't have the legs. It nearly went into the top left-hand pocket. So two points to me one. Can you believe me one? 38, me two, 37. One of the most exciting frames we've ever seen down here. Oh, me two should have got that. The green was right over the pockets. It jingled and jangled around in the pocket. Like, I don't know, something in the news at the moment. The Nick Clegg's asshole. That's from about two weeks ago. So me one. He has a good shot there, but doesn't make it. And so we got, there hasn't been time to go over to commentator two. Me too. Oh, he tries to gently knock that green in, misses. Me one. He tries to whack the green into the top left-hand pocket, near goes in the bottom right-hand pocket. Me too. Similar. They seem to just be whacking it now. They're both doing the same tactic. Me one. It's a snooker, I would say. Oh, he's gone all the way around it everywhere, but at least he hasn't hit anything. And Me Too is not making him play it again. He can see the ball, but that's Me Too gets a valuable four points. Me one, 38. Me Too, 41. Oh, and he should have made him play again. Maybe he's gone in off. It's the second in off of the game. And the green ball very near the bottom of the table. So it's Me Too, 42. Sorry, Me One, 42. So easy to confuse the two of these players at this time. They look very similar. Me one. One point ahead. And he's potted the green. Can you get the brown as well? I have to say, me content to these colours are going to be very important in the final result. Yeah, yeah. I would agree with you on that. Definitely. Me one. Oh! 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 If only you could have seen that. He tried to pop the. I think he tried to pop the brown in the top right hand pocket. He missed, the cue ball came flying back down the table and it bumped it, the brown ball when he came down. I can't even remember what happened. Uh, but anyway, somehow the two balls collided and the cue ball potted the brown into the centre right-hand pocket. So me, one, has scored a break of seven. This could be all it takes. He's... Oh! It's all happening here at the Dean Potter Arena today. He nearly doubled that brew into a pocket but then the cue ball went in off so let's just add this together get seven points for me one but then me two gets five points me one 49 me two 46 and it's me two at the table difficult blue but potable oh my god it couldn't be more exciting what's happening here today uh the this is really the best sport I've, any event I've ever seen. I know I'm slightly biased. He potted the blue smack, but then the, what, the, red, the cue ball went in off. Oh no, and there's a phone call coming in. Can't accept it. Uh, and uh, I think I added the points on there. Me won four, 54, me two. Just on 46. And me once potted the blue in the way that me too did. And with the cue ball, can you get the pink as well? Oh, he's missed it, it's coming up the table. So, me one is on 59, me two is on 46. There's 13 points on the table, there's 13 points between these two players. An important phone call has come through that's been ignored. My wife will be furious. There's been letter messages in there. Me too doesn't pop the, the pinky. Needs an error, really. This could be a draw. 
which would be an amazing, but me one isn't going to let that happen. To, I mean, well, how does he play this commentator? To? Should he try and pop the pink and uh, go for the draw or, or wait for a snooker? I don't know what he was doing there. He hasn't left it on. Me one. Obviously, just needs to pop the pink. Me one has gone in off at the most ridiculously stupid time to play that loose. Why did he play that loose? And he's left the pink on. Could me to come back and win this? I think it's going to be a black ball finish either way. The pink is very easy. He's missed the pink. He played it too straight. Unbelievable. And he's left it on for me one. It's all happening. Me one pots up, brings the black off the cushion as well. He's going to try and pop that black as well just to add some sort of injury. He hasn't potted it, but he's got everything he needs. Me one 65. Me two 52. It's back to parity, 27 all, and that, uh, if my wife ever listened to this, I've been Richard's wife, I'm commentator one, I'm not married. If she ever listened to this, then blimey, she would have to admit this is the best thing ever. So, uh, yeah, well, I'm kind of keen to see what that phone call is. Uh, thank you, commentator one. Uh, it's quite important. It's quite an important phone call. I just let go there. Um, so... Uh, <laughs> You know, my wife, she might listen to this podcast and go, oh, the snook was good, then go, but why did he let that call, that very important call go um, about our future? Well, sometimes self-flank snooker is the most important thing. Sometimes it is. So I'll just quickly uh, wrap up, chat to the players. How are you feeling, me one? It was an exhilarating frame, Richard. And uh, if anyone thought that by frame 59 of a man playing himself at snooker that that would have got tired, they were wrong. That could have gone either way, could have been a draw, could have been me, could have been the other guy. <sighs> I mean, that's an advert for me one versus me two snooker right there. Uh, me too. I will, I agree, Richard. It was, uh, I mean, I only wish I'd got that pink at the end. It, things would have been very different. At least it would have been a black ball finish, which would have been the perfect end to this game. But congrats, I will congratulate me one there. He, it was a game where we both played well, we both played badly, it was almost as one. Played in a very similar style as well. Uh, and uh, there we go. That's all I have to say. So uh, that's 30 minutes up. Uh, and, you know, what? I wonder what could have been written in a sitcom in 30 minutes. Probably not very much. But, you know, we got a sitcom of life there, didn't we? A very exciting thing. And anyway, I'm going to go now and see what that phone call was because I genuinely am in massive trouble. Tune in again next time. Uh, do come and see uh, Richard Herring, Lord of the Dance Settee. If you live in Taunton or Swindon or one of the other places that I'm coming to, there aren't many left. And do look out for my 12 shows if you live in London. I'm doing all 12 of my one-man shows at the Leicester Square Theatre in uh, August and September. On Fridays and Saturdays, there will be no snooker in that. That is guaranteed. Uh, and look out for the Kickstarter, £1 million Kickstarter, to mean that me, one versus me, two snooker can carry on forever if that happens. So it's all in your hands. Thanks very much for listening. Goodbye. Take care.